Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside just watched the Giants play the Eagles, and if you were looking for effort, if you were looking for attempting at trying at anything, you went to the wrong place. You went to the wrong game. You watched the wrong game if you were looking for any sense of positivity moving forward. Now, I know the Giants are completely destroyed. I know they're secondary, basically composed of practice squad players. I know their offense is about as malnourished as a third-world country, but I have to say, right now, this might be the lowest point of the season. It, you know, it's not even might be. It is the lowest point of the season. We we didn't even wait for the game to end to start recording this this catastrophe. Okay, forty eight to fourteen right now. Somebody said to me on Twitter two days ago, "We need to score at least twenty four points." I said, "Sir, we need to score at least thirty five. Little did I know, we need to score at least forty eight to make this even competitive. Okay, <laughs> forty eight to fourteen, guys. This is." Across the board, the worst performance we've seen of the season. The just so far, so far from being a playoff contending team, they're so far from being a, a competitive team at all right now. The injuries, McKinney, Jackson, Sterling Shepard, Wandale, it, it's just too much. There's too much. There's too many injuries to go around. We, we cannot compete with this roster right now. And I'm putting a lot of the blame on the injuries. I think the coaching staff, they're 10. Zion Gilbert's like a second string practice squatter. And he's getting snaps out there, man. Fabian Morobi scooped his ass up off the freaking free agent market a week before the season started. This is catastrophic level of play, okay? What we saw today was embarrassing. The Eagles are good. They're a very good team. Credit to them because they played well and they dominated a, a bad team, which is what good teams do. But the Giants didn't even show fight. They shot themselves in the foot so many times. You know, the Julian Love trying to intercept the passes. Fourth down, bro. Knock it down. I love Julian Love. Terrible mistake there. I mean, Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas, they both got beat up today pretty badly. Saquon Barkley is injured. I don't even know why he has no reason for him to play, not even as a decoy. The entire, entire team was awful, aside from maybe two or three players, notably Isaiah Hodgins and Aziz Ojolari. And Kayvon Thibodeau had a couple of nice plays too. But Anthony, I know you got a lot to say, or, ra- or rather maybe not a lot to say at all. But right now, I'm just, I am just, mo- just morbidly depressed. I, I have to go drink a couple of beers after this because I, I can't even think about this game. Yeah, cold one would go down nice right now. But taking a look at this game from the New York Giants perspective, what could you really do against this Philadelphia Eagles team? I mean, the Giants are just severely outmatched going into this game. Philly, 11-1 and going into this game. They are the best team in football right now. No one is really able to stop them except Washington snuck away with that win a few weeks ago. But since then, man, have the Eagles been rolling. The Giants going into this game, they're in a slump. They're dealing with a slew of injuries. Their team is completely decimated in every facet of the game. There's really not much that the Giants can can do here to match up against the Philadelphia team that's hot and is rolling and is completely healthy. So when you look at this matchup for the Giants going into it, we knew they were mismatched and that they this was going to be a massive uphill battle for New York. And they had to start strong to really keep pace with the game. That's something that I said in yesterday's episode. If the Giants want to win this game, they got to go out there. They got to score on that opening drive, script something beautiful, and play with the lead. 
They didn't do that. They were playing from behind all game, and that's when they started throwing the ball in situations where you'd like to be running the ball, and then you get sacked. Daniel Jones just doesn't have any time in the pocket. I mean, the offensive line is just basically a piece of Swiss cheese. There's holes all over it. Same thing with the defense. The team is just obliterated with injuries right now, and it makes it really difficult for a coaching staff that I personally do believe in to go out there and win football games. It's kind of hard to coach a bunch of practice squatters and backups to try and win these games. One thing that I'll say, I thought Daniel Jones played pretty well considering the circumstances. You see how as soon as Tyrod Taylor enters the game, he gets sacked and fumbles. Daniel Jones, it's almost really impressive to say that he didn't turn the ball over in this game, a game where he was constantly under pressure, constantly under duress, getting sacked, getting hit, and throwing passes into tight coverage. I think that Daniel Jones played well, but it just isn't enough. Daniel Jones is not a superstar that's going to carry a team like this to winning a game like this against a team like this. So I just think when you look at the New York Giants, there's a severe lack of talent on the roster right now, whether you want to say that they always had a severe lack of talent or if that lack of talent has become far more severe since they've endured this unbelievable slew of injuries throughout the year. But right now, the Giants are in a tricky position. They still have seven wins on the season. They're still in the playoff hunt. The tie helps them in a lot of tiebreaker scenarios for the playoff picture. But with the way that they're playing, it's not really out of the realm of possibilities for the Giants to implode for the rest of the year and completely miss the postseason. I really think they still have a chance, but they're going to have to come come in here with a really quick turnaround next Sunday against Washington and make a statement victory if they want to convince us that they are going to make the postseason. I mean, man, what what hurts me the most is when teams are beating you so bad they put in their backup quarterback. Like, that's what really pisses me off. Like the Some individuals showed sorts of effort today but across the board we just saw a lack of effort i don't even think effort would have done us any good like even if these guys played their best games of the season we still would have lost this game i mean we were completely unmatched as you said um let's look at the positives because I, I i can't we could stay here all day and talk about the negatives of what we just watched uh it was a bloodbath it was disgusting it was atrocious it was awful it was depressing i go on with many synonyms to describe how I'm feeling right now, but there were some positives I want to look, look toward the future with. And those are guys like Isaiah Hodgins had a touchdown, a second consecutive touchdown um, in weeks. And I, I think that he could be a piece. He's, he's a decent young piece coming off the Buffalo bills. Practice squad has made somewhat of an impact for the giants. Um, Builder, give him, give him an opportunity next year to try and prove his worth. And maybe he can be a backup receiver or fight his way onto this roster and whatever uh, way he can. And, I think there's some value there to be had. You look at guys like Aziz Ojolari. Ojolari played pretty well, had himself two sacks, um, had a pretty good game. Kayvon Thibodeau finally got a holding. So, you know, those pass rushers. The thing is, like, the pass rush alone can't beat Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Good Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, whatever. The pass rushers alone, you can't beat Jalen Hurts. You need great spying. You need great secondary coverage. He was running all over us in the second half. I mean, that's the second they put freaking Tay Crowder in there, he got by and and Jalen Hurts walks in for a touchdown seven carries for 77 yards and a touchdown Miles Sanders 17 carries 144 yards and two scores guys Boston Scott once again guy turns into prime Ladanian Tomlins in the second he plays the Giants I don't understand what is with the Giants everybody becomes the best version of themselves no sense to me but this is the this is the life that we live my friends and it's just painful. Devonta Smith, every single one of their top playmakers got in the end zone. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, um, you name it. Everyone's having a, a field day against the Giants. And right now, I think we can look toward the future and say, hey, you know, we have a, we have a lot of young, good, good talent. 
this season, we knew this was going to crumble at some point. We knew it was really good for way too long. Um, we were hoping it could continue. We were hoping they could continue mounting on that success and compounding on that success, but the injuries start to take hold. And, you know, I'm not putting blame on Daniel Jones for today's performance. I, in fact, I thought Daniel Jones looked okay. I'm not saying he was phenomenal. I'm not saying, well, I just think he wasn't the reason that we lost. I think the offensive line, the interior offensive line, year after year, it's the same freaking story. They're awful. They're terrible. They're atrocious. They're disastrous. They're depression breeding people these people want us to feel pain i don't understand they are paid millions of dollars to make get pissed off after every game and feel absolute utter pain it's physical at this point bro i feel the pain it's not even like i just go to sleep and sleep it off the next day i feel inside like my heart and soul are just like in, internally imploding you know it just hurts it, it physically hurts which is why i'm gonna have a couple beers after this because i can't take the pain I got it. Maybe there's other healthier ways to, <laughs> to get rid of this pain. You guys can let me know in the comments section. But, bro, you're looking at this team. You're figuring out some positives. You know, looking into the future, where do you look? You know, you just got to look at the young pieces. In my mind, that's what I keep reminding myself of. These young pieces are talent. They're good. They're on cheap contracts. That's where we have to be focused. Playoffs seem like a stretch at this point in time. Um, but get these young guys reps. Get Micah McFadden. I mean, half of them got injured today. Micah McFadden got knocked out with a neck injury. Uh, Daniel Bellinger with ribs injury. Who else is even left to freaking get reps to? I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau, get some, whoever you can, give them opportunities that have long-term futures with this team. Yeah, I think that if you're looking towards the future, the positives of this team are the young players, as you mentioned, but there's also not an abundance of young players that you can really bank on to be long-term starters. Now, of course, the obvious ones that you can are Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau. That duo right there can be lethal in two years' time. Like That could be the next Justin Tuck, Osium, and combo that the New York Giants are missing. They both have that kind of potential. They're great players. They're very active in pass rushing. They're also decent as run defenders. So you build some more pieces around them, and you can pretty much build a really great front seven for the New York Giants, combining Dexter Lawrence and whatever talent the Giants eventually, hopefully find at that linebacker position that has plagued them for years. But outside of that, you really look at this team, the future that is so bright for the New York Giants. The reason why it's so bright is because they kind of have a blank slate. They have a lot of cap space to work with in the coming years, a solid amount of draft capital. This is a team that has belief in its head coach, belief in its general manager and, and its management in general. So you're, you're looking at this team and you're saying looking towards the future, it's kind of hard to find those pieces exactly that you want to bank on, especially with Wandale Robinson on injured reserve with a torn ACL, probably not even playing by the time next season begins. You're looking at this team, the money that they have in the future, the cap space, the draft capital, the fact that they have a couple solid pieces and the good coaching staff, you just got to build on it. But I really do think when you watch a game like this with the New York Giants, you kind of imagine maybe you need to reboot in a way, not a full reboot, but a soft reboot. Let this new coaching staff, let this new uh, front office step in here and just rework this roster to be exactly what they want it to be this upcoming offseason. You could see a lot of trades. You could make, see some big splash trades for maybe a receiver, maybe a QB, or maybe a corner, whatever the case might be. They have a lot of money to work with. They have a lot of draft capital to work with. I think that the Giants are really going to look at this game in particular, similar to how, if you recall a few years ago, Dave Gettleman looked at this Giants-Eagles game in November or December where Eli Manning played a really good game. And he said, I'm going to double down on Eli. And I'm going to go into next season. I'm going to continue with him as the quarterback rather than drafting one. It was 2017. Okay, now I think that the Giants are going to look at this game in the exact opposite mindset. I'm going to take this team and I'm going to have to rebuild it based on this performance because this is just an ugly blowout from the Giants. They haven't scored 30 points in 
what three years at this point it's it's just been really really difficult to watch the Giants offense get to work out there and I think that you know looking at this season it's not over yet the Giants still have a chance to make the playoffs if they can win two of their next four games they can still make it like if they beat Indianapolis which is a winnable game if they win this upcoming Sunday versus Washington they're probably knocking Washington out of the race and taking that spot and that's huge for them so the Giants still do have a chance, and I don't want to give up on the season completely because once a team makes it to the postseason, you just never know. Cinderella stories happen. The Giants can absolutely go out there, win some games in the postseason. You just never know. But right now, looking at this team objectively from a long-term standpoint, there is a lot of work to be done. I think a solid foundation was laid out this year. The Giants far exceeded anyone's expectations. I thought they would win four or five games this year. They already had seven, you know, in the first nine games. So this team ended up being a lot better than we thought it would be, but we're starting to see what they truly are. And that is a young team that needs to rebuild a team that is just not good enough yet, but they can be soon enough. So I think that's what this game really shows me. The Giants, again, a solid start to the Brian Dable tenure, and hopefully they can maybe squeak their way into the postseason. But looking at it objectively long-term, there is a lot of work to be done, and this offseason is going to be really crucial for the New York Giants. Well, guys, I'd love to hear perspectives and opinions and thoughts and feelings and emotions about this game and the future in the YouTube comments section. Really tough one, awful, really depressed right now. I'm going to go find something to do. Um, and enjoy the rest of my Sunday. Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday and try to forget about this disaster because we want to put this one behind us, right? They, they got the best of us this time, but there's a long, a long ways ahead, a long road ahead, and we'll see what happens in the future. Hopefully we can come out on top, but have a fantastic rest of your day. Make sure to like and subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Mm -hmm.